This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Good morning to you. Five past nine, Row and Sabby's in the studio with me after a few weeks doing it remotely. It's nice to have you back in the flesh, Sab. Ah, Row, it's so lovely to sit side by side, (laughs) side by side. I do miss you when I'm not here. It's it's different, isn't it? It's totally different because you can't, well, for a start, you're not eyeballing people and you can't see Mm. the cues. Um, We probably behave a little better. Yeah, I think we're more boring when we're not together. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Ro? Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. Put it that's like what that. you're saying. Yeah, uh, and and of course you don't get we don't get all the the eye contact with Mickey in the in the mm. studio box there, uh, and uh, have all sorts of suggestions through our eyes with each other. Um, it's like human connection, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so important. A virtual so meeting important. will never take the place of face-to-face. Nah, never, never, never. So don't be replacing us with AI people, <laughs> ABC. Oh, you nah. could, right? Couldn't you? Nah. Sabrina. Well, no, I'd like to see them re- what replace what can comes you give out me of on... its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is the thing. <laughs> We're learning that, yes, our listeners do enjoy their gardening advice being answered, mm. but mm. They, enjoy, they enjoy the character and the personality that sits all around that, which AI could never give them. Well, no, but it's not. It's the it's our rapport. It's the rapport the that we have. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like way too fancy a word for you and I. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I've just come back from Sydney. So I was there when the Matildas won their first game. And oh, uh, gosh. Winding we was, back a few weeks now. I know. We were staying at Darling Harbour and... Sydney just went off. Oh. Like, but it was great because they had – there were all the fans there that were all dressed up and, yeah, you yeah. know, all the way. And it was such a good vibe. It was just fantastic. It was really good to be immersed in it. Yeah, yeah. En masse. Oh. Ah, fun. And then you have little old Nana for the yeah, quarterfinal. Nana went off for the quarterfinal. We were strangely enough at the pub when the game was on, and um, <laughs> strangely, well, I had a gig. I had to be there. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I had a lovely time at Nana. It's such yeah, a good, good festival. All the festivals are coming on. In fact, I would like people, listeners, all our regional listeners, to let us know if they have wildflower shows <gasps> on. In September, October, even now, I think inland in the wheat belt, there's mm. there, there'd be a fair bit going on. Kick off, yeah, because the big Ravensthorpe one, which I'm the holy patron saint <laughs> of, that starts very soon. <laughs> holy patron saint. There's many things I'd call you, Sabrina. I'm not sure holy patron saint would be one of them, but. The iron, there's something about the irony. Yeah, that exactly. It, that exactly. makes it beautiful. Um, we had a text earlier on um, Saturday Brecky here on ABC Radio Perth. Beverly show is on today. Oh, Beverly's on today. Yep. yep. So. Very cool. Some beautiful flowers the around there. shows and the wildflower shows yep. and everything. Tis the season. Tis the season. I think Newdigate was on this last week. Oh, okay. The big Dowrin mm, field, field day is on. I'm going up to that because, you know, I'm after a new header. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to sow me veggie seeds right. in the backyard mm-hmm. there. Yep. Uh, big green one, big yeah. yellow one, big well, red one. Don't well, mind. Whatever colour. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't <laughs> mind what the colour is. Uh, I reckon I reckon a header would probably, I don't think the, the wingspan of the cedar would fit in my backyard, but... <laughs> I'll aim for a bit. I'd like to have a tractor, though. But you think the combs of the header would be fine? Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The combs would be pretty good. But it'd be nice to have a tractor. I, I'd go sh- If I had a tractor, I'd yep. go shopping at the supermarket with my tractor. <laughs> the last thing the southern suburbs need <laughs> is you. Could you imagine Saturday mornings rolling up the freeway for roots and shoots? In my tractor. <laughs> Actually, I can imagine it. It would be fantastic. Uh, I've got a truck license. You could rig your gear up and actually do the show. Ah, <laughs> you. Oh, you are mad. Uh, if you want to give us a call this morning, thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. If you want to send us a text, the number is zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty. And if you want to shoot us an email, that is the only way you'll be able to get a photo to us, and that is super helpful. The email address is Perth Weekends all one word, at your.abc.net.au. Um, how are you feeling, though? You were not ah, so flash last week. Ah, sick. I've, I've discovered that I'm really a pain in the bottom when I'm sick because I'm just miserable. Mm. But I did, I had to take to well, the... Well, trying to hold a good woman down. I know. Well, I had to take to the sick bed like proper. I had to, I was in bed, like laying oh, in bed for days. cups of tea. No, I have to get up and make my own cup of tea. This is where I know it's pretty rugged. Um, But anyway, when you're sick, it's just totally boring. The worst thing is, it is just boring. If I had the plague, I would have gone. Just, I just (laughs) would like to die right now. Thank you very much. So um, that's it. I've been sick once, and I never get sick, Row. I don't know. Maybe my alcohol rate went down or something. Possibly. I don't know. Oh, I think the Sydney germs. Ah, uh, yeah. I blame the, the Sydney Coast germs. germs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm firing on all fours and I'm going to mow the lawn today. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, let's put you to work before then. Let's do right. And we probably should go to Tony because he's waiting to go for a swim at Greens Pool and I don't want to stand ah. between him and his swim <gasps> for very long down in the glorious South Coast. Hello, Tony. Tony, Green's Pool, you lucky duck. It'll be a bit nippy when you get in there. <laughs> uh, hi, Sabrina. It's actually warmer than Cottesloe. Oh. I got such a surprise. My first swim yesterday, getting back, and I just thought this is going to be absolutely freezing, but it was actually really pleasant. And the only trouble at Green's Pool at the moment is you've got to know where the currents are because you can get swept to the western end of the the bay very easily. Oh, I didn't realise that. Oh. Yeah. No, no. They put a sign up there, so it's good to read it. But yeah. um, anyhow, um, Sabrina, we've got a lovely property up on Scottsdale Road. Yes, I know it very well. And we've got this locust tree, which is my favourite fruit. Yeah. And it started to flower about two years ago, but sadly, all of the blossoms just seems to go uh, and it seems to sort of die out, and then the shell that holds the little fruit bud following it just stays dry. It just doesn't produce the green fruit. There's about so much blossom, and then there's about eight or nine locusts that follow. Right. So I'm just wondering, is that a nutritional deficiency? No, I reckon it's a bit more than that, Tony. Um, 
did did you get any frost when the locust was in flower? No. The good thing about it, we've got a vineyard as well, um, and and it's frost free because we're thirteen kilometres from as the crow flies from the coast. Yeah. You make you make a very frost at all. You make a very good wine, I have to say, Tony. I've had the pleasure of sampling your wine. Um, Now, uh, okay, so was the locust tree grown from seed? Yes, it is. uh, It was given to us as a seedling. Mm. uh, It's it's absolutely so healthy. It's a brilliant tree. It doesn't need a second locust to pollinate. Well, no, locusts are all, they, they have all the bits that they need in the flower. But it could be that it's just that particular locut, Tony. So it's definitely not a nutritional thing because it can only either be a pollination thing, but um, you'd have plenty of bees around. Yeah, so, yeah we do. Yeah, all so the other, I reckon the it's a dud, Tony. Very fruiting. Yeah, I reckon it's a dud. Because I, I have seen that before with some seed-grown oh. locuts. They just don't develop fruit. Oh, gosh. Have you got room for another locust tree? Well, I have. I've got a second one in. Yep. And um, that's looking really good as well. I just don't want to lose this one. But if we have to, we have. Could you graft onto it another? Yeah. Easy peasy. Yep. Yeah. So you would do um, summer grafting. Um, sorry, winter hard hard grafting, or in yeah. summer you can or spring now actually you can do a an aerial graft. So, okay. so um, I would yeah I'd graft it. Keep your other locust tree. I think once you get a bit of cross pollination, you should be right. Good on you, Tony. Thank you. Enjoy your swim. Mm. You had the chance to have a swim of late, or it's no. been a while. Well, I haven't been here yeah. really much. Haven't been here, and then. And I was crook, uh, and then I've been not here, and I'm about to not be here again very soon. <laughs> so I'm going to leave. I'm going to uh, basically I won't be in Perth for long periods of time until about the twenty. We, I like it when we do our in-house, um, you know, program <laughs> planning uh, until about the twenty third of November when I get back from New Zealand. <laughs> so. Got that, Mickey? Good. Yeah, glad we're clear on that. She's a jet. Graham is in Gwellup. Hello, Graham. Oh, hello. Yes, and uh, welcome back, Sabrina. You're sounding very, very healthy. Thank you, Graham. (laughs) Look, uh, I'm in a a retirement village here, and we're looking at uh, the verge around the edge. Yeah. And that's a lot of verge. It's 100 metres by one and 120 the other. Yep. We've got about 22 crate myrtle trees scattered there and a hedge against the wall. Yeah. But it's about four metres wide. And they're suggesting that maybe we should consider native plants there. Yeah, that's now, fine. There's, there's going to be a lot of plants. So if you could give me some suggestions of what to have there, it would yep. be much appreciated so that we've got a bit of a guideline as to what to do and to be effective. Okay. So on yeah. verges, there's all sorts of regulations on the on the actual height that you are allowed to have. So I would be going for a combination of grasses, ground covers and small shrubs. So you need to find out, because you can't block the um, line of sight when people are reversing out of their driveways. If it is a large verge, there's um, 
the nurseries have a verge collection. So you'll see little tags on plants which say the verge collection and uh, none of those plants get above 40 centimetres high. So, Graham, my suggestion is to actually go to a nursery Give them the dimensions of your verge. Find out what height you can have and go for a big diversity. So go for not just kangaroo paws, but you can go for lamandras. You can go for orthrosanthus. You can go for dianellas um, and then get a variety of ground covers and small shrubs. Um, So the verge collection that you find at nurseries is very helpful. Beautiful. Good on you, Graham. 17 past nine on Roots and Shoots. Hi, Sabrina and Roe. I love your advice and entertainment oh. every Saturday. Here's some details for the Mullawa Wildflower Show. Oh, cool. So the Wildflower Show at the Mullawa Town Hall is open daily during Outback Bloom from nine o'clock to four o'clock, closing early on Sundays at two o'clock. It's five, $5 admission and children under 12 are free. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, also another text from Ronnie. Shows, 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 Sabby. The New to Gate field, field Days is early September. Also the Courage and 100-Year Agricultural Show. The Yellowing oh, Regatta. Wave Rock Weekender and the Cool and Bush Races all in September, October. It's all go in the Great Southern. Uh, I think... P.S. I think I know why you know Scottsdale Road so well with some grapes emojis. Guilty. Indeed I do. Indeed I do. Good on you, Ronnie. Thank you. Thank you to um, those who've sent those. What was it? Paula in Floriot and to Ronnie also. Any other details of wildflower shows, ag shows, more than happy to have you send them through to us and we will share them with our listeners. Peter in Balladura says, good morning, Sabrina and Rowanna. Love your program. Is it too late to prune grapevines? No, because I haven't done mine and that's what <laughs> I'm doing this Sunday. Now, they may bleed a little bit. Don't be concerned because it's not your blood. Unless it is your blood and you've got one of those electric pruners and you've just taken your finger off, then, you know, be concerned. But no, go right ahead and prune them. Beautiful. Joe says, I have found aphids attacking the roots of some of my plants, including the dill, the fennel and the celery. What's the best oh. way to get rid of them? On the roots. Yeah. I would <clears throat> I drench them with uh, neem oil, N-E-E-M. Okay. And um, Annie and Busso, just on the pruning questions, is it too late to prune first-year stone fruit trees? Nah, go ahead and do that because um, – they haven't shot yet, most of the stone. Well, they either have or they haven't. Mine haven't. Some people's have. But anyway, no, go ahead. Look, it's just a guideline, really, of when you should prune stuff. Basically, I say the rule of thumb in gardening is you do stuff when you've got time to do it. Love it. Uh, Perth weekends at your.abc.net.au. Hi, lovely ladies, writes Laura. Please help figure out if we should rip up this awful tasting fruit tree. Ooh. It's been neglected for years. We just moved in. <laughs> Laura's separating her responsibility there nicely. And picked one of the fruit thinking it was going to taste lovely. Boy, did it not. It has smooth skin, very thick pith. Smells like an orange and tastes like, well, gross. Extremely bitter with oh. a foul aftertaste. Should we go hard or go home on it or give it some love? Thank you very much in advance. Ah, uh, so what 
what you've got there is it would have been at one stage a grapefruit and now it's reverted back. So it'll be pithy and bitter. You will never get anything good out of that (laughs) ever. Rip it out. Go hard, go home, send it home. Send it home. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. Uh, We'll get to more of your emails and more of your texts. Let's go to Jill, who's in Highbury. Hello, Jill. Hello. Hello, Jill. Do you know, I don't think we've had a phone call from Highbury I was thinking the same thing. uh, Ever. Ever. So thank you for thank you for (laughs) being the the supporter of Highbury and ringing into us. Well, yes, I I listen every Sunday that I can or Saturday. Oh, that's all right. You can listen to us on Sunday too if you just (laughs) go on our our podcast. Um, so you can listen to us on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You can basically, Jill, you could have a little dose of us every single day. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but what can we do for you today, Jill? What I wanted to know, I, I want to, I'm going, well, I'm going to mm-hmm. plant a golden flower tree. Yeah. And I ordered it from the local nursery and yeah. he's told me that. You, that they won't grow here. They definitely will grow there, Jill. So don't listen to him uh, or her. Um, And you put that golden shower tree in. Now, what you do need to do, Jill, is you need to put it in with some compost and some cow manure. Yes. So nice big hole. Mix all that in with the soil that's there. Get some wetting agent and some fertiliser, because cow manure is really just to improve the soil. It doesn't have much nutrient to it. Um, And it will grow beautifully there, Jill. Um, Well, they said that it wasn't warm enough here for them, so I just wondered whether... He said he he sells some every year, but he's never heard of one that's grown. Do you know what, Jill? (laughs) I have seen in uh, Mora... They are using golden shower trees as their, which is cassia fistula, as um, their street tree. Mm. And so Mora gets frosts every winter. It's bloody cold in Mora in winter. And they are doing beautifully. Mm. So, and I can tell by Jill's voice that she's a keen gardener. Yes, right? so she's Jill, committed to the cause. Yep, you'll be able to grow. You'll be able to grow a golden shower tree. I guarantee Stick it. Stick at it, Jill. Good job, and thank you for being um, our first caller yeah, from, from Highbury this morning. We appreciate it. Hey, Sab, Jeanette sent us this. Hi, Sab and Row. I had to send this after Sabrina's comment that she would go to the shops in her tractor if she had one. Mm. We saw this one neatly parked in a shopping centre car park in Ireland. We hope you find a nice tractor at the Darren <laughs> Field Day. <laughs> now, that, see, that tractor is perfect. It's, it's, a, it's no bigger than my Amarok, so... Uh, and it's got a lovely, it's got a nice windows all the way around and it's quite tall so I could put trees in the back of yeah, that road. you could do well with that. Yeah. I, I, to, um... I really appreciate that because um, <laughs> I need to keep an eye on the sort of tractor that would fit in and it's neatly parked where all the cars park too, Ro. It is. It fits in the bay perfectly. It it's fits. not over the line. It'd, go, it'd certainly fit in my garage. I've, I've seen worse to... parking than that at Karen <laughs> <Apple>. <laughs> 
<laughs> the height clearance, you just yeah. need to double check that I you don't like end up. It. I think it would be really nice to have a tractor. I Jeanette, don't know. That's a ripper. Thank uh, you for sending it through. Are you allowed to take tractors on the main road? I don't think so. Well, mm. I don't know, actually. Mm. Yeah, you have to, Maybe you know, need a depends what its maximum speed is. <laughs> It'd have to be obviously registered and everything. You to... wouldn't be able to take it on the freeway. I understand that. You don't reckon you could get it to 100? I don't know. We we need country people to ring in and They'll say tell us. if they can fang their tractor up to a hundred k. I'm pretty sure everything's allowed on Tonkin Highway. <laughs> so, well, I'm actually liking this idea. <laughs> I would love to go to my local shop. Could we crowdfund it and then brand it, yeah. like roots and shoots stickers? And someone might have an old tractor they're not using anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, we dear, come dear. up with brilliant plans on this show Rose. Always, always <laughs> It's 25 past nine Gardening with Rowanna and Sabrina On ABC Radio Perth and WA And we will have Sab's Pick of the Week Coming your way in five minutes If you want to give us a call 1300 We've got a couple of lines open You can ask Sabrina a question yourself um, Mickey's doing some research for us <laughs> The Agricultural Combinations Order Ooh. allows eligible wheeled and rubber tracked agri- agricultural combinations and agricultural machines to operate on any road within oh. Western Australia except the freeway without the need to obtain a permit. Oh, Mickey, <laughs> champion. Well, so you could just, you know, leech highway, maybe Orong Road or something yeah. and sneak around. Yeah, and- um, there must be someone out there that's got a tractor that they're not using. <laughs> but I'm going to the Darren Ag Show, so I'm going to... Wages you're paid for this program. I don't think you need one donated. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's why I have just holiday houses in the Bahamas and... <laughs> Portugal. And Portugal. <laughs> the south of France. Villas. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Denmark. You own a vineyard. <laughs> I'd never make a profit if I owned a vineyard. <laughs> yeah, you're smarter than that. Um, hi, Dave from Willoughby. No, in the some, G. In the G. Have yep. some older olive trees which were transplanted from another property. They have a lot of dead wood. It's been five years since they were transplanted and no new growth has come through. Should I cut the old dead wood off? If I do get a good amount of olives, just I do get a good amount of olives, I should say, just would like them to get thicker growth. Should I fertilise them? Well, Dave, you should definitely fertilise your olives. Even in Greece and Spain and Italy, they fertilise their olives um, and they prune them. So every second year they give them quite a severe prune. Um, take all that old wood off, cut it back. And um, and and fertilise them. So, you know, the G, the soil's pretty sandy. Mm. Hey, Dave, just text in. We won't put it out on air. Text in where you live. I'm going to do drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> See if you've got an old tractor lying around yeah. or something. Yeah, you might need a tractor for that particular <laughs> job, Dave. Good on you, Dave. Thank you. Hi, Sab and Row. The Yilgarn Agricultural Show's on next weekend, Saturday the 26th of August in Southern oh, Cross. Southern a great Cross. day, says Anne. Thank you, Anne. Southern Cross, my old stomping ground because I used to live in Marvellous Lock. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Trisha and Carlisle just reinforcing that you can't take your tractor on the freeway, but that's okay because yep, we found... that's all good. That's all Mickey's good. Mickey's on Gumtree for you. <laughs> 
a vintage oh, Chamberlain you... 9G tractor. Oh. Very good tyres. <laughs> I like the fact that it says very good tyres and it was made in, in uh, a long time ago. If you sacrificed oh. a week's pay here at the ABC, it would be yours. <laughs> I, don't, I think I want a more modern tractor. I know that sounds really bad, but I'm not a mechanic, and if I have to get parts and fix things up, so it's essentially Sab is looking for a brand new tractor, no, it doesn't low have maintenance to be, yeah, that someone will donate to her. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. asking much, are you? No, no, not at all, <laughs> not at all. I, even if I just borrowed it for like a season when they're not using it on the farm, in the off season, in the off season, I want an off season tractor that I could go shopping with. I'd take good care of it. It'd be garaged. Yep. I'd wash it occasionally. Hopefully Farmer Cam in Condon, and he's a good friend. Yeah. He, he should be able to rustle something to... up. He's always on my back about bringing roots and shoots oh, out to see it? him. So maybe if he comes up with the tractor, we could <sighs> yeah. probably breaching ABC editorial <laughs> guidelines or something. I would do that often. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn is in Girraween. Hello, Lynn. Oh, hi, girls. Uh, have a good laugh about your tractor. Oh, thank you, Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, I don't know, I've been growing peas over the years mm-hmm. and I know when you get a black spot, you can't use the same soil for ages. Yeah. And I'm purposely not growing. I love my snow peas and my yeah. sugar snap peas. And this year, I just thought I'd try again, but yep. I've got the black spot again. What can I do? I mean, I've got different spots in the garden I put. Yeah. Put them, but, you know, I'm running out of them because I've used them yeah. before. How many years does it take before I can regrow in the same area? Okay. So what I've done, Lynn, is I grow my peas in a pot. Um, now, the trick to peas is to actually, when they are at seedling stage, I actually spray mine with mancozeb. Um, there's lots of different um, products that have mancozeb in them. So if you do that and do that fortnightly when they're young, it seems to ward off all those fungal diseases. So grow them in a pot on a frame and then um, spray them with mancozeb when they're little. <laughs> Damien sent us a text. Ah. Just turned turned on the radio and heard you two talking about cutting bits of dead wood off. Are you two giving out marriage advice again? (laughs) (laughs) Wow! We wouldn't dare give out marriage. I mean, I've never been married, so no, me either. I haven't been married either. But I, you know, I did. I had a crack at having sort of a well anyway i wasn't very successful in that either. so so no no we we confine ourselves on this program just to the fundamental basics of gardening where you might perhaps need a tractor <laughs> um good morning ladies thank you for your show it makes me smile and laugh every saturday the southwest orchid and garden show is on the second and third of september at the italian club keep up the good work is that southwest i'm thinking bunbury italian uh, club? I, i'd say it's bunbury or bustleton there's big lots of people grow orchids in wa and we have quite a reputation over in uh, new south wales for the breeding that's done in the orchid societies here. Mm. Mm. All right. Hi, Sab. Can you help? I've got a pepper tree sucker come up near my fence. Just noticed after a plant taken out above the height of the fence. Can I use blackberry killer and does it contaminate the soil, says Pippa in Chewett Hill. Yes, Pippa. Use the blackberry tree killer with kerosene. And no, it doesn't contaminate the soil because you're going to cut that nasty little 
tree down and you're going to paint it. You paint the tree with it. You don't spray it and you don't put it in the soil. You put it on the tree stump and therefore it won't contaminate the soil. All right. Very good. Let's do it. It's 28 to 10. It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. But, Sab. Yeah? By popular demand. Yes. I'm hijacking your pick of the week. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Because um, there's a little request that's come through a couple of times on the text. Yeah. That people want played just for you. Oh, sensational. So this is going to be pick of the week this week. Have a little listen. Sometimes the planets just align or collide, depending on which way you want to look at it. We have on ABC Radio Perth, for our Perth listeners, we had a bit of a country music theme this morning and then one of, I, I can't take any credit or I'm not going to accept any abuse because it was, in fact, our listeners who said that Andrew Collins, our regional drive presenter, uh, likes to play that one for the farmers during seeding and harvest at some point each year and suggested I play it for you, Sav, so... I loved it. I thought it was a great track. And we don't care what anyone else thinks of it. Of course, it was pertinent to the topic of the program. We are so clever here. Rod, oh my goodness. I don't know what's worse, that song or that some people know that that song exists. (laughs) It tells a story, but it's truly awful, sister. That's harsh. <laughs> I'm beyond laughing, writes Devin Hillary's. I think my neighbour is going to come and check on me because of the screaming and cackling <laughs> listening to this song. <laughs> Never been incontinent. <laughs> this might be a first time. <laughs> Mary says, that is hilarious, girls. Perfect song for Sabrina. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Brilliant choice. Greg says, yeehaw, that was bloody awful. <laughs> Perfect song, says Gillian. Uh, true, true. Um, oh, oh, they're dear. starting to roll through now and I can't keep up, um, especially when I've got tears in my tears eyes in from laughing. Eyes. Uh, hi, Rowan, Sabrina. I love listening to you two bantering away every Saturday morning and I pick up a few helpful gardening <laughs> tips too, which is a bonus. <laughs> oh, and that listener's heading to New Zealand with you, Sam, oh. so you can pick up that conversation. Champion. Um Oh, this listener said, I usually miss the live show and have to listen to the podcast, which, of course, yes, please do listen to the Roots and Shoots podcast. But that is the beauty of listening live is you miss out on the pick of the week on the Mm, podcast. So you do. What a morning to listen live, that text (laughs) is said. Uh, Chris from Yokan, I'm imagining Sabrina with her tractor at the next Sydney Mardi Gras with this song. Love it. (laughs) Oh, I could. It's a long drive. I'd have to borrow a tractor from over there. (laughs) <laughs> um, Laura says, great song, we're laughing, but were they out of songs called She Thinks My Reciprocating Sore is Sexy? <laughs> I don't think they've made a song about recip sores. Oh, oh maybe. there's a market there, Sab. Well, we could write one. 
with the help of our listeners oh. that give us two lines to go into the song because we like involving the audience. <laughs> Tony says, what's next? Dueling banjos. <laughs> no, theme, that's been done. With the theme music from Deliverance. <laughs> No, no, we've been there, been there. Oh, gosh. Um, hi, Dan, hi, Sab and Rowana, laughing at your tractor story. We sold our house in Kingsley to um, a salmon gums farmer subject to the sale of his tractor. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, that must, that must have been a big tractor. Do you know, though, we did prior to the song and distracting everyone, there mm. were a lot of texts came through. And some of them saying that we were going to need two hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand to get our hands on no. something low maintenance. Um, Ooh, this one, JCB Fast Track in Germany, they have a version that can do ninety k's an hour. I was oh, very surprised. That's pretty groovy. Well, if you have a thing about how fast everyone around you on the autobahn's going, you probably yeah, that's true. Probably need it, TB. That'd look um, funny. A tractor going down the autobahn. Although Jeff is saying uh, Argyle. The same company um, he's talking about would do 100 miles an hour, but I'm sure that one would be way too expensive for you. Possibly. Probably not going to get one Most of those definitely. donated. Sab mm. can get a cute little electric tractor, mm. nice and quiet, and you can get heaps of different attachments. Ooh. My son is going to get one for his property in the hills. Ooh. I don't think – I've never seen electric tractors for sale at the Darren Field Day, but I'll check it Surely out. Surely. It's 2023. It's, yeah. When were you last there? Were you up there last year? Mm, year before. Mm. 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 Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's food for thought, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Hi, Seven Row. I love the song. Got me out of bed. It was so funny. <laughs> and Sharon slipped in a question, which is the most clever thing to do oh, because I always get caught and then feel I have to finish. Mm. So I have carrots growing in my wicking bed, says Sharon, but they're only about five centimetres long. Should I be feeding them a liquid fertiliser now to increase the size of them? Yes, indeed. Grow them up. Get those little roots going on your little carrots. <laughs> um, just a couple of other things around wildflowers. The Southwest um, Orchid and Garden Show, yes, confirming it's the Bunbury Italian Club. So thank you for those who followed up with that for us. Um, the Peel Region Orchid Society Show is on the 2nd and 3rd of September. Uh, that's come through. So thank you for that. Uh, and. You know, we should probably go oh. back to some of our calls. Oh, yeah, yeah. People have been ringing up and waiting for a long time. They have. We're going to head back uh, to your calls next. You'll always find top drama on ABC iView. Show me what you got. Always intriguing with The Messenger and Smother. I don't know who to trust anymore. People think I'm a psycho. Always dramatic with Vandervolk and In Our Blood. She really doesn't like you. The world needs beautiful things right now. And always different with In Limbo, Bay of Fires and so much more. I'm back for an encore. A surprise holiday. You'll always find the best drama. Happy, happy. Streaming for free on ABC iView. This is Roots and Shoots with Rowanna and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA. All right, 17 to 10, let's head, head down to the Peronga Ups Ooh. where Laura is. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, we are sensational, Laura. <laughs> I've got a whole, um, a whole week of researching tractors <laughs> in front of yeah, me. I- <laughs> It sounds like you guys are running amok this morning. I was going to say, Sabrina, I, I run a vineyard down here, so you can borrow you can borrow my tractor as long as you come and do pruning for me. Oh, I, I'm actually yeah. good at pruning. Oh well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had I had a question. I have a um, 
I think it's self-seeded, a nectarine tree. It's just popped up, well, yeah. it's been here since I've been here. It's popped up in a very random place, and I assume that someone just chucked a pip over the fence yeah. and it's grown. Yeah, cool. I want to transplant it. Yes. How do I do that without killing it? Okay, so this is the best time to transplant it. Has it, has it shot leaves yet? No, not yet. Perfect. Well, you just dig it up and you put it in a prepped hole and away it'll go. They transplant really, really well. Um, All the seed-grown stone fruit will eventually fruit. Um, So, yeah, just get as much root system as you can and pop it in its new home straight away and it will take off. Okay. So should I prune it? Prune it before yes. I dig it up? Yeah, yeah, okay. just just lightly. So no okay. more than a third off, Laura. Okay. And um, if I happen, because it, it's quite tall, it's taller than me, so mm-hmm. nearly two metres. Yeah. Um, not that I'm that tall. But if um, if I chop some of the roots off, is yep, that Yeah, that's fine. Happen? No, no okay. problem. So okay. if you're going to cut the, the roots off, get a bucket, put some seaweed solution in the bucket, soak the the root system in a bucket for an hour before you transplant it. So prune, bucket with water and some amino acids, uh, not the spray stuff that you wipe your benches down with, <laughs> um, plant amino acids, and uh, and then leave it there for an hour and then plant out. Beautiful. Good on you, Laura. Thanks for giving us a call this morning on the email, perthweekends at your.abc.net.au. This one comes from Bill in Iluka. Um, hi, Sab. I have a question about lily pillies. Acmena smithy? Yep. Yep, variety. I have a row facing south with a wall behind them. I've used slow-release fertiliser, blood and bone, etc. They're growing very slowly and some more than others. I'm wondering if I should cut them back to give them a boost in growth. If you think that's what I should be doing, how much buy or... Do you have any other ideas? Unfortunately, the photo's quite okay. small. Okay, um, so that's all right. So number one, they're on the southern side, so it's the coolest side of the house. They're a tropical plant. They will be slow. Definitely cut them. So wait until September, which is just around the corner. Yes. Um, so wait until September. You can take uh, a third off all of them, the top and the sides, then fertilise them, water that in and off they'll go. All right, another one on the email from Sebastian. Hi, Sab, what's going on wrong here? Have they got canker? Yep. If so, how long before they die completely? Will it spread to other plants? Yep, well, it'll only spread to the other cypress that are there, so that's um, the cupressus and it's definitely got canker and it will spread to every single uh, conifer that's there. Um, it only that particular canker is a fungus that only affects certain um, certain conifers. It won't spread to anything else. Only the coniferous plants, but they're doomed. I'm afraid to say. Not good. Uh, and another one on the email, D in Rockingham. Hi, Sab. Found this little plant growing in the shopping centre car park tarmac. Is it a weed or ah, is it a plant? Well. It's a bit of both, really. Um, so it's a little daisy plant, and it's from South Africa, uh, and it's got little spikes at the end of it. So it is actually a weed, but it, it, you know, it's got a lovely yellow daisy flower. But uh, I wouldn't be putting it in my garden, no. Okay. 
Okay, I was a little distracted then because Jenny in North Perth is pulling together some lyrics for oh, our reciprocating song. Beautiful. Reciprocating source song. One, two, three, four. I like the soaring. It goes back and forth. Rip, rip. I like the pruning. It goes back and forth. Rip, rip. (laughs) I like the noise. I like the feel. I got a hunking new reciprocating Reciprocating saw. Well done, Jenny. (laughs) Well done. We love you all. Uh, keep them coming through 0437922720. Uh, the calls are building up, so let's get oh, through okay. a few more. Bernadette is in Bunbury. Hello. Hello, is that me? Yes, oh. yes, Bernadette. I was, I was upside down reading. Sorry, let's get oh, good on you. <laughs> it's very therapeutic just listening to you chatting as I'm reading. Oh, anyway, thank you. So, two things to report on the Boodaloo Moon that I got. Oh, yes. Flowering beautifully. Oh, Bernadette, that's wonderful. That's the new Grevillea that Kings Park bought out. Yeah. Yeah, really delicate and lovely. Yeah. That's great, thank you. And my uh, my question is about my orange trumpet vines. I've got a couple of them that I've grown up over my chickens, which is great to give them shade. Yeah. And they're looking a little bit crispy on the leaves. I sort of give them a solution of that um, fishy stuff on them every once every few weeks. Anything else I can do to keep them healthy, please? Well, they just they'll they get a bit uh, brown on the edges during winter, Bernadette. That's quite a normal thing. I wouldn't worry okay. about it. Just fertilise them in September, and they'll take off as soon as the weather starts warming up. And I've got a passion fruit vine that's pushing in next to it. Is that okay? Or shall I take that down? Um, no, I just leave it. Need more cover. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, okay, thanks, Bernadette. Thanks, Bernadette. Mark's carting us around the yard in his wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is marvellous. Yeah, currently, have you in my wheelbarrow, <laughs> carting you around my yard gardening? <laughs> Love the banter. <laughs> Isn't that We're nice? We're so mobile. Oh, aren't we ever? Tractors, yeah. wheelbarrows. <laughs> Wherever we need to be. Uh, Barb's in Belcatta. Hello. Hello. Good morning, girls. Um, I bought some Everlastings in a pot at a a garden centre and they're in flower beautifully now, sitting out in the sun. Yeah. Uh, What repot mix do I put them into? Because I've only got pots in the back courtyard. I don't have garden. Okay. So, Barbara, what you do is you go and buy the cheapest bag of potting mix that you can possibly find because that will (laughs) replicate our soil type (laughs) (laughs) that we have where uh, they grow. So just really cheap potting mix, pop them in that, little bit of native slow-release fertiliser. That's all you need to do. Beautiful. How's this for poetry? Okay. In the garden's gentle breeze, with my recipro saw, I'm at ease, trimming branches high and low, clearing pathways where flowers grow. Recipro saw with you I find, a partnership that's one of a kind. In the garden's sanctuary, you're the tool that sets me free. That's good. That's the juxtaposition of the reciprocating saw and then that beautiful, elegant poetry. That is so lovely. What else have you got, people? Nine minutes. (laughs) Oh, we're on a roll. Uh, Alicia is in double view. Hello. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, good, Alicia. I have um, a problem. We... My friend says that there's insects eating her brickwork in her garden. Is that a possibility? Because we've tried Googling. She says there's 
Uh, it's it's a mystery. I thought maybe Dr. Bugalugs could give us. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, now that Dr. Bugalugs retire has retired, have we to need be to. Oh, yeah. He... Oh no, but that, no, he hasn't retired from the ABC. Only <laughs> oh, his only, day job. Only his proper job. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, he'll he'll have plenty of time that he can come in here and answer that. Now, termites will chew through things. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any other uh, bandicoots we, wouldn't go for bricks. No, we can't actually see anything. We haven't found anything. I've asked her to go out at night time and do the whole nighttime inspection and everything, mm. but she can't see anything. And I was just wondering, is it possible? Because she believes it's an insect that's eating her eggs, I mean her bricks. Her bricks. Um, I don't know of any insect that would like bricks in their diet. Yeah. Um, but you're right, Alicia. We need to send a call out to Dr. Bugalugs, who's he's probably out fishing somewhere at present. Um, <laughs> but I will, uh, I'm going to text him. And so if you listen in for, well, I'm going to text him now <laughs> while we're on the program. And if he yep. doesn't answer, it's because he's holidaying somewhere really lovely. <laughs> um, and I'm going to disturb his peace. Uh, but we'll, we'll find, we'll find mm. out. I don't know of any, any insect that eats bricks. No. We'll um, take your details, though, Alicia, and um, also maybe check in with us next week. In yeah, case we forget, but Sab is sending the message off now, yeah. so she won't forget to do that bit. And hopefully, we will have an update for you. Thank yep. you. Uh, Julie is in Kingsley. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, I have some shady lady roses. Yeah. And where the new shoots come up, the beautiful new bits that are going to turn into blossoms and new flowers. Yeah. They turn black. Oh. And sort of drop off. Okay. Now, I do have some aphids, but even when there's not aphids... No, no, it's, it's not doing aphids. That, doing no, no, no. Doing it, yeah, for a couple of years now, and then when the, the growth does come through, it's all sort of deformed, and my roses are deformed as well. Different thing. Deformity in the roses can be chili thrips or aphids, but it's a bit early for chili thrips to attack. The buds going black, I would suggest, is a fungal disease. So you need to get, Julie, you need to get a rose fungicide, not a pesticide. Yeah, a rose fungicide. Yeah. Okay. And spray all of your roses, not just Shady Lady, but anything else. Yeah, they're the only ones I've got. Okay. So, well, okay. that makes it easy. Just spray them. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, can I have one more quick question? How do you get rid of those great big cr- uh, grasshoppers that eat everything in my garden? You have to cut their heads off with a pair of secateurs. Can you eat them? Yeah, I reckon you could. Mm. They're actually really good fish bait oh, yeah. as well. Um, but if you cut their heads off, they don't move so fast and you can put them on a hook. Uh, but I tell you what, the the wattle birds absolutely love them. They grab them and then they bash them to death on a rock or a, oh. or the brick paving and then they try and shove it down the necks of the baby birds who don't like it at all. Um, but, we start at G, we yeah. move to PG. By about 9.30 we've generally gone M15 plus and then I reckon you round us out at 5 to 10. <laughs> Yep. With the violence of the level that should be restricted to 18 plus. <laughs> I'll save the rest of what you can do with a grasshopper until 5 to 10. <laughs> Kevin is in Hammersley. Hello, Kevin. 
Good morning. Um, blueberries. Yes. Uh, where's the best spot to plant them? I know they don't like summer sun and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So in winter, in winter time, you you place them underneath a deciduous tree because they like the sun in winter and you get more fruit. Then in spring, you put them where they get all morning sun and then in summer, you move them, which is why you only ever grow them in a pot, you move them to where they get dappled light or just very early morning sun. So under a... uh Deciduous. Yeah, perfect. Perfect for winter. Um, And then all the other stuff that I just said. And if you miss that, of course, you just go back, listen to the podcast. You won't hear the pick of the week, the song. But you get to hear all the other other goodness. All the other greatness (laughs) that we have on this program. (laughs) Today, it's heavily featured tractors. Tractors, Um, yeah. Tractors are great for everything, says this text. We stopped at a little roadside tavern in the southwest and saw a local farmer drive through the drive in bottle shop on his tractor for a six-pack. I know that would be my idea of absolute. You've you've reached the peak of your career where I could go through a drive-thru bottle shop in a tractor. Um, For our caller, was it Alicia? Yes. Yes. Um, We've had a few suggestions. Oh, good. Is it the mortar in the bricks? If so, it could be the wasps or maybe ants. Matt in Bunbury says it will be wasps getting their nest building um, the clay Ah, from the bricks. Yes. Thank you, Matt. Um, There was another one. Could be the mortar bees. Rather than destroying the environment, the mortar bee can destroy homes and buildings. I've never heard of a mortar bee. We we might have to get Dr. Buggerlugs on just to talk about these things. He hasn't answered yet, by the way. Steve-o has Mm. some poetry for us. Oh, Steve-o, fire away. One, two, three, four. I love my reciprosaur. Five, (laughs) six, seven, eight. Rip, cut, obliterate. (laughs) (laughs) A little more aligned to how you use the... Certainly is. Certainly is, right? (laughs) Um, Hi, ladies. Read Bugs in Bricks. If they have silverfish, look for white ants. They like concrete. Enjoy your week. Mm. Um, Hi, Sab and Rowena. My garden and veggie patch are a Slater farm. How can I get rid of them? Suggesting they shove off to the neighbours. Didn't work, (laughs) says John in Little Grove. Okay, so, John, get the cardboard that has the little concertina in the middle of it. Wait until it gets warm, put it out in the middle of the day, have it slightly moist, put it out in the middle of the day. The slaters go in there um, during the daytime to get out of the heat and the light and then you have a campfire and you pick up the cardboard and you set fire to it. (laughs) Snap, crackle and pop. Pop. I love the one-upmanship on this program. Damien yep. says, I rode a camel through the Thirsty Camel drive through <laughs> at Wage and Woolarama about 12 years ago. <laughs> uh, special hello to our Queensland listeners travelling, uh, Queenslanders travelling in WA, enjoying your program. You can still listen when you get back home to Queensland. That's the good news. Thank you, Queenslanders. Um, <laughs> One last email. Is this bark on my peppercorn tree normal? The foliage is also becoming quite sparse, Linda, in northern. Peppercorn tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. That's quite normal. Normal? Yeah. Nothing to worry about. Excellent. All right. Is there a place called called something with donkey in it? Because you could ride a donkey through (laughs) it. But I like that, a camel through it. I I think that's pretty cool. I hope someone took a picture of that. Yeah. 
I only seen some pictures from the Dowrum Field Day when I'm I look forward hunting, to that. hunting for tractors. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the views of our listeners as to which one. Yeah. They think would be most suitable for a small block in the city. Our ABC Midwest colleagues are usually out there. Maybe mm. someone could follow you around with a microphone and create yeah. a little yeah. package for yeah. us to play That's here on Roots and Shoots. Good idea. Palm right? off the work. Sab, always a pleasure. <laughs> Mickey Cusack, thank you very much for taking everyone's calls. Thanks to you all for listening. Have yourselves a fabulous Saturday. It's 10 o'clock. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.